If you can't change your circumstance, change your perspective. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Craig Rochelle's message about complaining. Here's Craig. Let me give you the whole message. I'm going to give it to you here in these two points, and then we're going to unpack it for the rest of the time. Very, very simple, and I hope that this is something that will stick with you. What do we do as followers of Christ? Paul, in his teaching and the way he lived, would have taught us this. If you can change your circumstances, do something about it. If you can change a negative circumstance, do it. Get in the game and make a difference. But if you can't change your circumstances, then change your perspective. If you can change it, do something about it. But if you cannot change what you're facing, then change what you say about it, how you think about it, change your perspective about what you're facing. And this is exactly what the Apostle Paul did. I love the way he changes this very negative circumstance that he would have been incredibly tempted to complain about. And instead of complaining because he can't change it, because he's locked up, because he can't get out of prison, instead what he does is he changes his perspective and listen to the words that he says. Philippians 2, verse 17 and 18. He says, but even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering, I'm glad and you should be glad as well. Now, you might ask the question, what does it mean to be like poured out like a drink offering? You know, I haven't, I don't know what that is where I live. That phrase comes from one little Greek word. It's the word spindo, S-P-E-N-D-O. This one little word was a word that uh, Paul's readers would have been familiar with. What the priest would do is they would make a sacrifice. They would take an altar, put some wood, light a fire, take um, a lamb or some animal, and they would make an animal sacrifice. Then as an act of worship to God, they would offer what was known as the S-P-E-N-D-O, the drink offering, and they would take the most valuable liquid they had, usually wine, sometimes honey. And they would take this drink and they would pour it on top of the animal sacrifice. And what happens when liquid hits fire? You got the whoosh, and then the smoke would come up and the smoke would be an offering unto heaven as they would take their drink offering, their most expensive and valuable wine, pour it on the animal sacrifice, and then the the smoke would be an offering up to God in heaven. This is what Paul says. Even if my life is being poured out to God, I will praise him. Notice, Paul didn't see his ultimate death when he would be crucified as a martyr one day, or put to death as a martyr. He didn't see that as his ultimate sacrifice. It wasn't his future death that was his sacrifice, it was his life that was a sacrifice. And this is why Paul said elsewhere in Romans 12, he said, in view of God's mercy, based on who God is and what God's done, he says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice to God. 
This is your holy and pleasing spiritual act of worship. He's saying, this situation that is exactly what I never ever wanted to happen. I wanted to be here preaching the gospel, but I'm not going to complain about it. Instead, I'm gonna see that God is still in it. God is still working. God is still good. And I will give him praise, even as my body is being poured out like a drink offering. If you can change your circumstances, do something about it. If you can break out of prison, break out of prison. If you've got headaches and you can take medicine or change your diet, change your diet or take medicine. If you wanna lose some weight, get in the gym and change how you eat. If you hate your job, change your job. If you can't change your job, change your perspective. Change how you think about it. Change how you approach it. Change what you say about it. Change where your mind goes instead of saying, I can't stand this job. Well, thank God I have a job because I know a lot of people are looking for a job. If you can change your circumstances, do it. If not, change your perspective. Just like last night when there were about 20 people in my office before I was preaching and it got me really stressed out. And I came home afterwards and I made the mistake of complaining to Amy right after my message on not complaining about how crazy my office was and there's too many people and I've got to focus and I got to be prayerful. And she looked at me and she said, oh man of God, Pastor Craig, thou shalt do something about it or change your perspective. I hate when she preaches my messages right back to me right after I preach them but either ask them to leave or embrace that you've got people that you love. If you can do something about it, do something about it. If you can't change your circumstances, then change your perspective. How in the world could Paul be like this? How could Paul, on a mission from God, to preach the gospel and make Christ known, how could he rejoice locked up to a Roman soldier? Let me tell you how he could rejoice. Because for Paul, Paul was not the center of the story. For him, Jesus was the center of the story. And when Jesus is the center of your story, it changes how you see your perspective. Let me say it again. The moment everything is about us, oh, we will complain. Because there's a lot to complain about. If it's about you, if it's about me, we can get together and we can complain like the best of them. Believe you me, I can go a distance with you in a complaining game, okay? If it's about us, then we can complain. If we recognize that life is not about us, but we've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless we live. Yet it's no longer I who lives, as Paul would say, but it's Christ who lives in me. When we recognize that he is the center of the story, it changes how we live our story. Our story is not about us, our story is about him. And this is how Paul, in the middle of a Roman prison, could say, even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering, I will still rejoice in the goodness of my God. Watch how he changes his, his perspective. Watch what he does, I love this. He says this in Philippians 1:12. He says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me, this really bad thing, you know I'm in prison, you know I'm locked up. He said this bad thing, is actually served to advance the gospel. What? Read on. He says, as a result, it's become clear through the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. 
What's he saying? He, he's saying, hey, 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 you think I'm the prisoner in this equation? You have no idea what my God is doing. You see, every eight hours, I get a new Roman guard chained up to me. Talk about a captive audience. You have no idea who the real prisoner is to hear my eight hour sermon about the goodness of Jesus. Here I am every day attached to one of the top leaders in Rome, forced to hear, forced to, to, to receive what I've got and I'm just loving them and I'm just praising God and I'm just giving God glory and I'm telling them about who God is. You think I'm a real prisoner here? You have no idea who the real prisoner is. God has given me strategic influence to some of the most powerful leaders in all of Rome. Think about this. Paul was chained to Roman guards. What are you chained to right now? What is it that you wish you could change? What is it that you wish were different? If you can change your circumstance, then by all means, use what God has given you to make a difference. If you cannot change your circumstance, change your perspective. Even if I'm being poured out, even if I'm stuck in this dead end place, even if I feel really discouraged right now, even if finances are really tough, even if I'm facing this, this real physical challenge, even if I'm gonna change my perspective on this and choose to see God working somewhere in it. What are you chained to right now? If you change your perspective, who knows how God might use it? Well, that was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under My Big Fat Mouth, Part 1, Complaining with Craig Groeschel. You can also find out more information about him and his church at life.church. Well, that is all I have for you today. I pray that God blesses you abundantly on this day and that you are just filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit because He loves you so much. Have a great day. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.